0: This is Henry Hall Football! On today's show, the 44th episode, the John Riggins episode. We talk about the Redskins' collapse at the hands of the New England Patriots and their chances of turning it around before the season starts. This and much more, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all?
1: Yo yo yo. Yo 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 well, How's it
0: going up. Welcome to the John Riggins episode of Harry Hog Football, episode number forty four.
1: Diesel. The diesel. The diesel.
0: And if you look at your little iPod or iPod video right now, if you're playing it on that, as you're cruising in your car or whatever, look at your computer screen and you will see what other Redskins. We'll have at the end of the season And that is a picture of John Riggins Super Bowl ring
1: (laughs) (laughs) John Riggins, Mr. Afro
0: We don't even need to say anything about John Riggins (laughs) Any other thing you could come up with?
1: Mr. (laughs) Gone Bowling, Naked and Just Cowboy Boots Riggins You know, I gotta say I've been enjoying (laughs) Yeah, exactly I've enjoyed listening to him though On uh, the John Riggins show and also commentating, uh, commentating, whatever that thing was where the Redskins tried to play the other night. I, I, uh, I mean, I enjoyed listening to him there as well. I think, I think he's doing a good job. I think he's doing a good job too. I think he's pretty entertaining. Um, I think he and I, I think he and uh, whoever the the straight guy need to pay more attention to the game and tell us about who's doing what because we weren't getting much information on like individual players and what they were doing. Yeah, I would but agree. Stories were pretty funny, dude, and I think I, I think the two of them have gotten over the last couple games. You can see that they've built they've been building a rapport.
0: Can you? But now we
1: get Kenny Albert him? this weekend, or with the next game on Thursday.
0: Can you blame them though, dude? That game was horrible.
1: Oh man, I mean, they had to, they had to talk about. So, I mean, I I think I heard him say at least three times. Just actually downright embarrassing for the Redskins. Yeah, yeah, and that in that uh, Kansas draw is exactly speaking of of uh things being horrible for those of you who were involved with the debacle of our fantasy football league through fanstar.com um, we have uh, ended our relationship with that company and we now have a brand new completely 100% free fantasy football website on yahoo.com you can link to it via our homepage and can send me an email if you would like to join it is 100% totally free Everybody,
0: And the new draft is set up Sunday. for this Sunday, so you need to sign up before then.
1: That's, right, that's right. And for those folks who uh, who did pay for the other league, your money should have already been refunded to you because we took care of that today. Yeah, and, most uh, of you guys have already re-signed up for the new league, so I, fi- I figure you guys have gotten your emails, but we sent it back to back through PayPal the way you guys paid for it. So yeah. and the, and the last, last one Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say the last email we got from Fanstar dot com was and if you won the fantasy league in the future, go somewhere else. And I think we can all say, Don't worry dudes, we will. We certainly, absolutely will. If we had to re- I could recommend playing pick up sticks with my butt cheeks more than I could recommend <laughs> fanstar dot com for anything. So we guys had- suck. They came. They came highly recommended, and they said that all this cool stuff was going to happen. We actually thought it was going to be a pretty cool thing, and then, you know, oh unfortunate, yeah, yeah. Unfortunate and very disappointing the way it turned out, and we're just sorry that uh, those people who were on board with it with us tried to, you know, had to had to, uh, you know, waste that thirty minutes of the live draft trying to get that all done, and you know that we're not already rolling with draft being done and all that good stuff. So yeah. We'll go. We'll make it happen on Yahoo, and uh, you know we'll we'll have a good time. So it's all free for everybody. So if the fifteen dollars was holding you back, jump on in. It's totally free. Just sign up and do it. Absolutely. You know um, the fan star guys promised a lot and never came through, and then you know made it sound like it was our fault. But we finally we got them to uh, we got them to uh, refund the money, and you guys all got your your refunds back. So. Star sucks. Don't ever use them. <laughs> anyway, go anyway.
0: Those deeks. Anyway, let's talk about something else that sucked. That Star game, dude. We could
1: say that. Okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> the game the other night, dudes. Um, I gotta say again, once again, I was listening to it on the uh, the Sirius satellite radio, and I really didn't know first of all, besides the fact that it sucked and they they said the score and they got the score right, but other than that, I didn't really know what was going on because Larry Michael says the wrong stuff like every three plays, so you never know what's really happening on the field and what game he's watching. Yeah, it's like he's not paying attention sometimes.
1: I think he's like watching games from like, you know, the glory days and uh, like on the TV monitor next to him and then he looks up and realizes, oh, that's not where I am right now. I think he's too busy trying to be cool. He needs to just like but, but I guess just, just be himself and pay attention and just be natural and quit trying to, like... I don't know. I, th- I think he worries too much about showing himself off. And, you know, it's not about how cool you can sound about everything. It's about doing a good job reporting on the game and telling the radio listeners what's going on on, on the uh, on the field. I don't, I don't think he does that. I think, you know, not to always bring it up, but Frank Herzog did a great job of painting a picture and telling you what was going on. And Larry Michael...
0: Because Michaels
1: is worried about, you know, making himself look cool.
0: All he ever says, dude, I think he, like, kind of listened to Frank or, like, other announcers before. Because before every play, he knows he's got to say something about the formation. So he'll just tell you where the receivers are, and that's it. Right. <laughs> he doesn't say what the formation is. He'll be like, Santana Moss is to the right, and Brandon Lloyd is in the slot, and right. whatever. And then and by the time the he says that...
1: Now, and there's the pass, and... And it's the first down and he's running. Dude, dude, the guy was tackled behind the goal line.
0: Dude.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, the funny. The funny thing yeah, about yeah. this
1: is he, he needs like a, a nun standing over him with a with a ruler to wrap him on the knuckles every time he does that or something. <laughs> Pay attention.
0: Oh yeah, dude. Pay attention. And this week he he self proclaimed himself the uh the voice of the Washington Redskins. He did. Oh, he, he, uh, he was on there. This uh, is Larry Michael, the voice of the Washington Redskins. And we're like, no, you're not.
1: Well, see, that's the whole thing. He has to, like, self proclaim himself. He, he self proclaims that that's the deal. Yes, and, and, uh, I guess, I guess you know, he, he, nobody else is ever going to proclaim him, so if he doesn't do it, it just won't happen. Exactly. He's, he's too worried about all that kind of stuff. The great announcers are the ones that don't worry about that mess. Yeah. They okay. just do their job.
0: Anyway, we're they were, they
1: we're three three minutes of Larry Michael bashing today. Okay,
0: we're yeah. avoiding the inevitable of oh. talking about how bad that game was. And oh my lord! Let's start, yeah. John, with um. Well, what do you think about that first uh, half there, where the starters played basically the whole entire first half? I think there I were four saw- first downs.
1: Uh, dude, I don't know what to think. I mean, honestly, by halftime I was laughing, and by the end of the game I was just, all I could do was laugh. I couldn't you even, know I couldn't be mad or upset. I I just sat there and laughed every time would something happened, something else would happen. I would just sit there and laugh. You, you know, know, Aaron, I, I think this reminded me of a game that Aaron, you and I watched. Um, it was '97 or '98. We were at the Lost Colony down in North Carolina, um, and it was.
0: Was that against but the... After,
1: it was after the hurricane, and they were playing the 49ers.
0: In the preseason.
1: And and I think it was the preseason. The 49ers just whooped up. And, you know, by the third quarter, like Josh just said, we were just laughing. We were like, how can it get any worse? Oh, it just it got worse. Oh, man. It was horrible. Yeah. Exactly. Like that whole that whole... Goal line defense there at the end and then the guy got in. Did he really get in? I don't know. But you know what? Who cares? Let's just make it forty one to
0: nothing. Oh sure. Say that reminds me, dude. I lost some respect for the for the uh, Patriots when they went for it on that fourth and goal when they were winning thirty whatever, four to nothing in right. the fourth quarter. Yeah, you know, it is in the sense of, of Belichick's trying to,
1: you know. See who's got what and, and trying to find the last pieces of his roster and stuff. But, yeah, that did seem a little weak.
0: Yeah, that was weak. I thought it was super weak.
1: You no, know, what I really thought was weak was the fact that uh, no one covered damn Ben Watson the whole game.
0: Dude, no one covered the quite, whole middle well, of the field. Little
1: eel or something. Man. They were the entire center of the field, if there was someone between the hash marks, they didn't get covered. I know it was. It was unbelievable. Did, did Did Greg Williams just tell him, "Hey, guys, see those hash marks? Don't you dare step between them." Yeah, I don't know. I don't just know. Leave that big lane open for for Watson to run through. Don't spend oh, yeah. Watson, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Watson. He was all over the place, and yeah, he really is the number one target for Tom Brady now with the with the wide receiver holdout going off, on up in New England, and yeah, but man, give me a
0: break. Well, this is what I'm worried about, and I talked to you about it, John. It looks to me like the the defense gets like so aggressive that they they're always blitzing and rushing in. And Brady was beating it just by holding like that screen pass for as long as he could. Oh man, yeah. And have like that touchdown where it was just, it looked like you know no one was even on the field except for the guy catching the touchdown pass. Oh, and yeah. then there was that screen for like 50 yards where the Redskins are all like running in like, yeah, we're gonna sack you, man, we got you. And then all of a sudden, 50 yards down the field. Oh
1: yeah. They kept, they kept doing that little, uh, that little, uh, go, you know, the, uh, and then suddenly, uh, you know, I don't know if it was a draw or a little screen or whatever, and then they would, then the next thing you know, I mean, it's just like exactly 30, yeah, and- 40 yards later before somebody finally finds an angle and tackles a guy. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Patriots aren't any slouches. They made it as far in the playoffs as the Redskins did last year, and they have a really underrated offensive line. Right. But, good
0: God, 41 nothing. <laughs> well, and then, dude, what what would happen also is um they did all that aggressive stuff, and then it was like, all right, well, they're tearing us up being on all these blitzes and crap. So they sat back and started playing some zone, and then he was picking them apart in the middle on that too. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It was like Greg Williams was like, Two plays behind the the offense of the Patriots. A few other things that I noticed. John Zink Jansen got burnt at least two or three times.
1: Yeah, Jansen and uh, Thomas weren't having the best game and, by far.
0: And Foria blocks about as good as Dion.
1: Oh, man, Christian Foria. Uh, yeah, I've not been impressed with him in the preseason. He is not blocking with a, with a doodad. Right there, He's not doing very well He's missing a lot of blocks And uh You know Maybe the Patriots Had a uh, Had a point in Letting go
0: Yeah I don't know Still preseason And speaking of Um Has anyone
1: seen Andre Carter Do anything This preseason yet No I, I have not seen Number 99 Do much of anything I'm, I'm really waiting to see You know he's, he's about He's doing about As much as Ronaldo wins and, dude, yeah, he needs to step up on Hold the Hold on, dude. Number, yeah.
0: na- number 99, what about the rest of the team? No one's doing anything. Oh yeah. They had a kick blocked. They at least didn't allow one return for a touchdown unless I missed it, like I went to the bathroom or something. But as far as I know, they didn't have return one return this week, but then they had a kick block.
1: Yeah, and, they, and then, you know, Micah, Mike Rumpf catches a uh, he picks the ball in the end zone and I'm like sweet interception and Kenny Wright's there like holding somebody yeah. he had a bad game man Kenny oh, yeah.
0: and Carlos I'm Rogers, impressed. Carlos Rogers, did he have two pass interference calls or at least one in a holding or illegal use of the hands or something
1: I think yeah it was something like that and they were good calls
0: Yeah. they were both good calls Jeff Triplett's not my favorite uh, referee
1: head referee oh. but they seemed to be pretty they were pretty solid during that game well do you John, do you have staff and game staff in front of you or anything? Because um, I know we talked about this a little bit. And, and just watching, sitting there watching the game, I was trying to find something good. Like who's who's doing something? Who's doing something? And what I started noticing was at the end of every play, like uh, every defensive play that we were making, I was seeing uh, Adam Archuleta just everywhere. I mean, he was Mark, like, yeah. He just seemed like he was in on every tackle. And I don't I, and I have looked at the stats. I'm wondering how many uh tackles he, he had, had. I believe he had seven solo tackles and 10 total um including uh including group tackles. I think he had seven solo in that game. Right. That's what I read the other day. I believe um
0: yeah, he was active. He was all over the place. And he's, he's he's making his presence felt on special teams as well. Right. Um
1: I mean, that one tackle that he made, like uh, it was a kickoff, and uh, he just ran down on the on special teams and grabbed the guy. And I don't know if it was a kick. I guess it was. Yeah, it was a kickoff. And
0: well, the Redskins only kicked off once in the whole game, dude. That was at the beginning of the second half. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it
1: was on a punt. I'm just trying to figure out why he was there. You know, I guess to be in there for special teams on a punt. It had to for a punt, I guess. That's what it was. It was a punt, and. He just grabbed the guy by the legs and just, bam, put him down. I was just like, who was that that tackled him? And he stood up I'm like, oh, it's Adam
0: Archuleta. I mean. <laughs> Dude, even like Santana Moss dropped that one that he should have had. That would have been, been a huge. A mask. That would have been like a 50-yard catch or something.
1: Oh, yeah. Cooley had a couple of catches.
0: Yeah, he looked all right. catches.
1: Antoine Randall had one catch on a fourth and four for a first down. or fourth oh. and a, I think it was more than that. Actually, but it was for a first down on a fourth fourth down play when they had four wide receivers lined up. fours in there.
0: They had a bunch of four wide receiver sets, man. John, or what's his face? Um, Brandon Lloyd dropped a couple too.
1: Yeah, he, he, he was uh, he was being the uh, Gary Clark fifty fifty Clark kind of guy, wasn't he? Well, you know, we mentioned the uh, the Diesel at the top of this podcast, and you know, the other guy that earned that name, the Diesel. Is who we just picked up from Atlanta, uh, TJ Duckett. And it was interesting to kind of see him in there on a couple of those, uh, short plays, just to kind of see what he was going to do, pounding it in, you know?
0: Um. He only had like eight yards or something, didn't he? Yeah, yeah.
1: what you guys think? I, I think he only, I think he only carried like two or three times. But I mean. He had, he was, uh, he had four attempts for eight yards. Okay. I mean, you know, and they said his average is going to be two to three yards. Just, they, they yeah. like, get that last, you know, push, you know, goal line, whatever, first down, whatever it has to be. And uh, they, they had a total of uh I mean even Jesse Lumpson got a run in there. They they were running a lot of people and nobody really uh nobody really stood out in the running back and the running back
0: uh I'm pretty sure that Campbell. Jason, Jason Campbell was the leading rusher if I'm not mistaken.
1: Campbell he was the leading rusher. Um with he had twenty six yards on two attempts. No bets. <laughs> at
0: twenty five, he had a three point six average. Um he had a pretty decent game. Didn't get hurt, that's a plus. Um I, I w I wouldn't think anyone about him. About him. <laughs> um yeah, that's true. Yeah, Jason um, Campbell actually looked pretty decent as far as his Campbell passing.
1: Looked, I, I agree. I thought he looked pretty decent. I thought he was pretty good. I, I think he was you know, I thought he was okay. I mean there were a couple of times that I felt like something we saw tonight that we haven't seen in the past couple weeks that he looked a little more rushed and he wasn't using his head as much. Mm -hmm. He was, uh, you know, he was throwing before he was thinking a couple of times and, um, you know, maybe a couple of poor decisions on that. I mean, luckily it didn't turn into anything worse than we were already in, but, uh, you know, I think that there were a couple of times he should not have thrown the ball where he threw it and just got lucky that it wasn't picked. Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, Speak or other quarterbacks, Casey Bramlett, who we haven't seen yet. He's, is, cut. he's cut. He's cut. Yeah,
1: I was about to bring up the uh, the cut.
0: And um, I was
1: thinking about the the cuts, the kicking game.
0: Well, it's you know? staying on hey, Bramlett for a they second. Cut. Hold, hold on, dude. Staying on Bramlett for a second since we were on quarterbacks. Oh okay. yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, me and John were talking about this earlier, and uh, we were saying like they, I mean, they don't need him because. If you think about it, their emergency quarterback, kind of like Brian Mitchell was back in the day, is right. Randall. Uh huh. So they don't really need that fourth quarterback. So basically, open up a spot. And then John was about to talk about the kicking game. Go ahead, dude. Yeah,
1: yeah, the kicking game. They cut. Uh, they cut the Australian Lonnie, David Lonnie, uh, oh, who I think is. I, you know, they were saying that maybe they're going to bring in some other kickers to give Frost some competition, but, you know, Frost, not so good. No, yeah, what he, was that, he, had a, he had like a 23-yarder or something. Yeah, it was 23 <laughs> or 26 yards. Goes with uh, the roll.
0: That surprised roll. me, dude, because once, once uh, Frost <laughs> was, uh, shanked, shanked that one. Frost has a, uh, has a history of shanking important punts, and I do not feel comfortable with that guy kicking the ball. The so I was
1: really surprised to see him cut the Australian, the tall Australian. But they say they're going to bring in more competition maybe, so hmm, we'll
0: see. Well, dude, after he shanked that one, me and you were saying, we're like, well, that pretty much solidifies that Frost is gone. And then they cut yeah. the other dude, which I, surprises me.
1: And here we are with Hall and Frost again. I mean, because, yeah, because you said also, right, that they cut uh, Tyler Jones,
0: the kicker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was
1: they really was John Hall, who... Not getting a lot of loft under his kicks. I gotta say, I'm not saying that the block kick was totally his fault or anything, but that's just been a consistent problem with him um, over the last couple of years. He's not getting a lot of loft under the kicks, and, and you know that obviously when you're taking more of a line drive style field goal, you're you're going to get blocked or have the uh, give the other team the opportunity to block it a lot more. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, dude. Uh, what's his face? Robert Johnson got cut. Um... Tight end, end, but that didn't surprise me. Didn't surprise me with how good Buck Ortega was doing.
1: I I think think the Robert... Go ahead. I think Buck Ortega's got a good shot of making this team, or at least making the practice squad. I thought the Robert Johnson thing was, you know, I was a little... uh, I, I didn't expect that, honestly, to Robert Johnson cut, but... I wonder if they wanted to cut him and give him a chance to go elsewhere. If they're really worried about the uh, injuries that he's been suffering. Well, I was wondering if they would like put him back, to the, <coughs> bring him back to the practice squad or something like that. Or I don't know if there's, you know, what they could do there. If there's a way to do that, but yeah. You know, anyway, but anyway, cut.
0: Cut. cut. Who else got cut? Um,
1: but, I mean, oh. a list the people. Uh, uh, that other tight end, Kalen Powell. Only. Kalen Powell, uh, seventh round linebacker. Yeah, Kevin Simon, linebacker was a, Kevin Simon. Yeah, man, that was a big, you know. Uh, but I mean, we got Rocky McIntosh, and then also um, Spencer Havner. Yeah, um, he's the undrafted dude. And, right. uh And you know, I guess, uh, I guess Kevin Simon just wasn't making the cut.
0: Well, he was injured. He hadn't even made it on the field. I don't think. Yeah. He had, like, a stomach injury or something? Yeah, he, I think, he hasn't seen
1: really anything of him. Yeah. You know, I think it's very interesting. They cut a couple of defensive backs, uh, Antoine Edwards and, and Eric Williams. But, you know, they didn't – I don't think they cut
0: any wide receivers. They're keeping all those wide receivers in camp still. Well, they, they were, were
1: no – Yeah, they were there no a, wide wonderful. receivers cut.
0: Well, yeah. Jimmy Ferris had a pretty huge game last week.
1: I, I'm thinking Ferris is going to make the team. I think he's going to be, like, the last man on the roster.
0: I think Espy's kind of kind of going away.
1: He's, he, he, you know, he had a couple of good runs and uh, returns, kick returns, and he had a couple of good catches and a couple of drops, and uh, he got hammered a couple of times running the ball back, and he still pops up. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, uh, know, let's see. all are not lost for him yet. Who else? We cut a couple of uh, defensive backs: uh, Antoine Edwards and Eric Williams. Don't really know those guys, right? I actually pulled up a list here, so let's see. Uh, Kevin Simon, we talked about Chris Mineo, Um Aaron huh. Riley, a couple defense, of defensive lines. Yeah, other guys that you never heard of before. Exactly. Um, John Alston got cut; he was on the practice squad last year. Right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but the next round of cuts is going to be on Saturday. Well, and you know we're down, to... we're down to uh, seventy six. Um, right. Including the uh, the Frenchman who's going to be on the practice squad, right? The exemption. Yeah. But uh, they're going to have to cut. The Skins are going to have to cut twenty two more players, I think, by Saturday. Yep, twenty two players by Saturday at four p.m. That's uh, that's a lot of people that are worrying this week. Mm-hmm.
0: So what do you guys think? You know,
1: they're going to bring back a handful of them for the uh, for the practice squad and whatnot. I like to do every year, but I'm wondering who those guys are going to be. People like Lumsden, maybe.
0: Um, what do you guys think we're gonna see on Thursday? Are, is Joe Gibbs gonna play like his starters any time and be like, we need to see at least something happen, or is he just gonna, or is he gonna be like um, three plays and you're out, just like they have actually had a real preseason?
1: Yeah, because you know, I mean, historically in the last game, the starters play very little, if at all, because you know, right. they're they're pretty set. It's it's like the last chance for people like someone like Lumsden or or someone like that, you know, Harris, Buckleworth, Hays, Mike be those guys, Jasper especially, Harvey. Especially with a Thursday uh, Thursday night game, right? That's yeah. Uh, because, you know, if we got to make the cuts on Saturday, Thursday night's the last chance for them to see him, you know, the live action, so. Uh, yeah, normally they wouldn't show them, but, but as bad as they've been playing, they may, the starters may play a lot. And, you know, the Ravens' <laughs> defense certainly isn't a slouch either. They're going to if they're playing more than three downs, they're, they're going to bring it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if, uh, you know, what the conversations are between Joe Gibbs and uh, what's the coach over at the Ravens and, you know, if, they, if they're on the phone trying, you know,
0: making those arrangements as to what they're going to do or if they just get out there and do it. I think they just get out there and do it. Yeah. But – Joe Gibbs needs to have some conversations with Al Saunders and be like, dude, your offense needs to do something.
1: Well, I think, yeah. gonna, I mean, I think there's got to be a lot of pressure. You know, Al Saunders has got to be feeling some pressure right now. I mean, I he is, but, you know, he's only shown, like, like he's got a 700-page playbook. He's probably only shown, like, a page and a half of it. Well, exactly. I mean, but do you think there's people, a lot of people asking the question, you know, was that the right decision to turn this over to Al Saunders at this point? You mean Joe Gibbs has now got a couple of years back. He's uh you know, he's built and every year it's gotten better, you know, at a point where if he if he maintained if he held on to the reins this year for the offense, where would we be right now versus where we are, which is showing nothing at this point. Is it just is it just a lot of learning a new playbook and is this the time to do it? And here we are again starting over. You know, I mean there just seems to be a lot of I would think there's got to be a lot of people asking those questions. That is a really good point. And uh, for those of you guys that are listening out there, um, send us your thoughts about that. Do you think, you know, it's very premature, but do you think uh, you think maybe Al bringing in Al Saunders wasn't maybe the best idea? Maybe we should have stuck with the Gibbs offense because perhaps if it takes two years to learn Al offense as he says it does, then maybe it was... Do you think it was a mistake? Should they be... Uh, should they have gone back to more of the Joe Gibbs conservative smash, smash mouth running? I don't know. Send us send us some thoughts on that, guys. Let us know what you think. Yeah, yeah. It'd be mm-hmm. interesting to know what people think about that.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's we get let's get to the kicks and the uh, and the game balls here. Uh, balls and the kicks. Josh, who's your kick going to? Um,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna give a kick and a ball to uh, Greg Williams. Um, I just don't know what happened there I mean with defense I mean look at the look at the lopsidedness of things I mean yeah I mean it was just like to give up 41 points like that <laughs> uh, it's got to be something defensive I don't know that it's his fault it's just a lack of players but I mean you know uh, what's the old saying about stuff rolling downhill um, <laughs> so uh, you know the snowball effect so I mean let, let it roll down it all comes back down to him um, so I'm giving him a kick.
0: Alright, John. Man, what a what a plethora of players to choose from, of,
1: <laughs> of players and coaches to choose from for my kick. But I'm only gonna pick one. And um oh it's a tough one. I'm sitting here looking at all these different names in my head. But I think my kick is uh my kick's gonna end up having to go to Kenny Wright. Yeah. Because he held on an interception in the end zone. <laughs> and that ended up an interception for Mike Rumpf. and his hole gave that ball back to the Patriots, and they went on to score again. And that that you know it was really like it was really downhill after that, even though it probably was before that. Um, he had a bad game, and that's at least he's, he's not showing a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's definitely on the bubble. So that's who my kick goes to. Kenny anyway, Wright.
0: I'm going to give um, my kick to Santana Moss for dropping that pass. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because that was like a 50-yard pass. If he would have caught that pass, I think it would have given the offense so much confidence that they could have turned it around and done some good stuff after that. And that was totally a Santana Moss
1: catchable ball. Like the underthrow and he stops and totally fools the DB yeah. and comes back and catches it and he just he just it looked like it kind of so hit like, him in the... It looked like it kind of hit him in the face mask or something. It did. It hit him in the face mask. Yeah.
0: And so. And that's like one of those catches, like how he turned around the season against the Cowboys. He could have turned it around right there. Right.
1: Yeah, but, you know, maybe it's just saving that for the regular season.
0: Anyway, <laughs> all right. That's what it is. All right, dudes. You're starting to go pretty long, so who's your game balls going to? If any.
1: Game balls. Uh, I already mentioned it before. I'm going to give a game ball to uh, Adam Archuleta, Uh for... Uh, for, for just being there at the end of those tackles, when when the tackles are finally made, Adam Arceleta was there. So, all right, John. Well, and yeah, that's good and bad because when your safety is leading in tackles, that means you know so much running the running backs because <laughs> they're they're getting a lot of yardage for a play. The backs and the yeah. <laughs> receivers. That means you got other problems, but hey, at least he got he got his job done. So yeah, uh, my game ball goes to Jimmy Ferris. My uh, he is he's a. Uh, I think he's, he's got a future in this league, and I think he's, he's really been showing a lot, working his way up from the practice squad, graduating up to a number in the 80s. I think he's doing good. I think he could definitely be a, a, a third-wide receiver type on a team in the future in the NFL, a Kevin Curtis type of player, if you will. I, mean, I think Jason Campbell really likes him. I mean, he sure likes to hit him. Yep. Yep, he's throwing to him a lot.
0: All right, dude. What about you, Aaron? What?
1: What about you, Aaron?
0: My game ball? I, I might have to go with, like, uh who was it? Was it Sonny, Sam, and Larry? They were, like, in the locker room at the end of the game. We are like, all right, we need to pick someone for our offensive player of the game. And they were like, you know what? Let's just give out two next week. They didn't give one out. So I think I'm, I'm going to go with Larry well for once. Well done,
1: Sonny and Sam.
0: Well done. I'll give out two next week, hopefully. Alright, dude, hey, do dude, you guys hear that? Do you hear that music? Yes, it is. Is it, is it time for what I think
1: it's time for? That's it right. Like it.
0: It's time for Tom
1: Trivia. Oh, trivia.
0: Uh, we got a few responses in from last week, and I gave that personal challenge to Danny to uh, send in the answers. And did he? For the, he did. He sent in the answers, and he uh, got them correct. But guess what? He was beat out once again by his good pal, Brent. Oh, no. Brent, so that,
1: who, uh, Brent who just today signed up for the fantasy football team. So, so, that, Brent, so Brent and Danny are going to be going head-to-head. Yeah, that, that'll be interesting.
0: Uh-huh. That's a, a rivalry there. The trash talk. So that's Brent 2, Danny 0. And here was the question that Brent got right. The last, if you didn't catch it last week, anyway, here it was. The last time the Redskins shut out an opponent was in the 1991 season when they shut out their first three home opponents: Detroit, the Cardinals, and Philadelphia. Since that game versus Philly, the Redskins have been shut out four times without registering a shutout of their own. Name those four games since their last shutout of an opponent that the Redskins have been shut out. Um, and I think every one of us knew the last one, of course, was New York last year, thirty-six nothing. Before that was twenty seven to zero to Dallas. If you remember that game, was
1: that was that Spurrier or was that Schottenheimer? Uh, I think
0: it was,
1: it was Spurrier.
0: Yeah, and that was against Dallas, and that was in the rain. That was when uh, not Matt Hasselbeck, but Tim Hasselbeck <laughs> had the zero point zero zero quarterback rating. Before that, in two thousand one, they lost thirty seven to nothing to Green Bay on Monday night. Ugh. And in nineteen ninety three, if you can remember back that far, three to nothing to New York Jets. And Tom put worst game ever question. Mark. <laughs> so, anyway, That's be a fun game to watch. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't remember it, but you
1: know. Um, and and how fitting that that question was for last week, especially with this game and the way that this game turned out this week.
0: Yeah, I don't think yeah, it was point. yeah, I don't think it was the uh worst game ever. In fact I think the other <laughs> night was. But anyway it's all right. not count a preseason game. Yeah, the best it thing about the game the preseason guys don't think. That's forget right. That's right, that's right. Okay, so here we that leads us to this week's question, which I knew and I'm sure you guys will, so don't give it away. But maybe some of our younger listeners won't know this answer. <laughs> and uh here's the question. oh, first of all, congratulations to Brent from last week and you win. Absolutely nothing. A whole lot of it. You win a free <laughs> free spot on the new Harry Hog football fantasy football league. So there you go. Check your email, Brent. Okay, yeah,
1: and uh, totally free for you, Brent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> here we go. Here's the new trivia question. Don't blurt it out. The Washington Redskins were the first ever defending Super Bowl champion to have drafted the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. Who was it that the Redskins drafted? And again. If you know the answer to the question, you can send that answer in to RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball.com. I
1: know the answer. I know the answer.
0: <laughs> anyway, John, you missed your cue. That's supposed to be H-A-R-R-Y HogFootball.com. Sorry, I had, I had, a, uh, I
1: had a little glitch on my phone there. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that is H-A-R-R-Y HogFootball.com.
0: <laughs> and uh, anyone interested in signing up for the new and improved and totally free Harry Hog Football Fantasy Football League sign up before this Sunday when the draft is at 6.30pm
1: and you can that's do right. so you can do so by going to the website HarryHogGFootball.com dot on the, the, on the, on the and click you, on the sign up button at the top and basically that'll open up your email browser uh, to send a message to John our commissioner and say hey John this is so and so and here's my email address and, and I want to sign up and that's basically all you gotta do Yep. And, or you can be like Brent, and just say, I'll join.
0: And then, dudes, um, basically, point. if you can't be there for the draft, don't worry because you can pre rank your players and the computer will pick them for you. So don't let that right. and,
1: and it's on Yahoo and it's very, very, very user friendly. So if you've never done it before, don't worry. Um, it, it baby steps you through everything. It's a really, really easy and fun league to use.
0: And anyway, dudes, we hope and we pray that the Redskins will at least maybe have one good drive this week. Which will make me happy and the
1: drive back from
0: Baltimore And then <laughs> I, go, I
1: guess they're playing at home this week So I guess that won't even count That's
0: <laughs> And then um, Yeah uh, So go ahead and send us an email About what you think About the team and what not At uh, Redskinsfan at com, And we hope you have a good hey, uh-huh,
1: week uh-huh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: And um, <laughs> Hail to the Redskins Hail to the Redskins And if you see a Cowboys fan Joke em. All right, Welcome,
1: y'all. They still
0: got you. Peace out.